You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the World Cup Minute. My name is Josh Landon. I'm here with Brandon Kelly. Brandon, how are you? I'm good. Day 17, the last stage of the round of 16. Mm-hmm. Don't get them mixed up now. But mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 true to the pattern I think we've seen this week. It's like one match is a blowout and the other match is, is much closer. So uh, we get any kind of drama that you want, whether it's action-packed or, or very tense, the World Cup is delivering. We were talking before we hit record, Josh, that thus far we feel like it's been a pretty vintage World Cup, uh, which it's been awesome. You know, we really <laughs> needed it given the the yeah. prelude to Qatar. We, I, I mean, I was having dreams that people were going to die in this World Cup, um, and so far it's been great football, very Dive fun. Ex- yeah, die of excitement. excitement. Yeah. yeah, there may uh, have been some deaths. There may have been a handful before the World Cup started. You know, yes. with the uh, but we let's, will let's, we let's, will let's... we can't properly parse that on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, we 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 do respect, but yeah, what you make of day seventeen, Josh? Did you enjoy? Of course, you enjoyed. What did yeah, you enjoy I, most? I, well, I, I love that it was seventeen. Seventeen is uh, is my lucky number. Not that mm-hmm. I really believe in luck, but I think it's you know it's fun to have a lucky number. Minus seventeen. It's also the day of my birthday, so I picked a very lame one. Uh, what is your lucky number, Brennan? Do you have a lucky number? Sure. So it's number five, which is also the day of my birthday. So I feel like <laughs> so, I feel like that's, that's so like weak. young young <laughs> young boys. We pick our favorite color is blue, and our favorite number is the day of our birthday. It's pretty basic. That's right. Seventeen is also Nani's number, Brandon. Famously, <laughs> you are a Nani head. You are a freak for Nani. I Nani. I'm fascinated by Nani. You know, he's still playing too. I just just googled him a second ago to see if he was still playing, and he's in the. Uh, I think he's, oh yeah, he's playing for Melbourne. So he's in the, uh, congrats to him, he's in the he's in the A-League, Brandon, which I'm sort of intrieged by. I'm a little interested in the A-League. But anyway, I don't want to I don't want to go down the uh, Nani route uh, yeah, too much further. Do do Ke- Kevin De Bruyne, pod. also number 17 at Man City. That's true. That's true. But let's stick with Nani because Nani is Portuguese <laughs> and Portugal <laughs> played today. And Portugal didn't didn't quite score 17 goals, but they uh, probably could have. If that, if that magic had gone to extra yeah. time somehow, if they had added 30 more minutes, that, that may have ended 17 to 1. They were... I'm sure right now Cristiano Ronaldo is somewhere telling his friends and family, had I started, we would have scored 17. But they were (laughs) holding me back. It's crazy. I mean, this is something we have been talking about. I've certainly thought it, and many probably have thought it as well, which is that this is an absolutely brilliant Portugal team filled with... I mean, it's it's like it's like the Belgium team, but 
but actually good, right? Yeah, it's like right. they're they're like world class players playing for the best clubs in the world in the prime of their careers. Like what? The only thing that was holding them down was this late thirties player who insisted that everything be run through him. Yeah. And so you, you you get rid of him. You bring in Ramos, who has been absolutely brilliant for Benfica, right? Absolutely tearing it up in the Champions League. Right. They pipped PSG for top spot in the in the Champions League, you know, partially because of him and how brilliant he was. So they bring him in. He gets the first hat trick in the World Cup and. I, I, I can't remember like two decades, like, excuse me, in the round of 16, of course, not just yeah. the World Cup, but in the round of 16, um, incredible performance. And they were just fun. It was like sometimes these blowouts, like the Brazil blowout was, you know, it was fun in the first 30 minutes while it happened. And then from there, the match was kind of over. I, I you, you stick with it because it's the World Cup and it's always sort of fascinating. But this yeah. match, you had this sort of. The, the slowly, I mean, it was basically over at halftime, but they had this, the drama of how many goals could this team score without Ronaldo on the pitch was so thrilling to me. And, it, and it, I guess it just speaks to some, some dark, Schadenfreude. you know, schadenfreude part of me. Exactly. But the joy that I felt just watching them score brilliant goal after brilliant goal uh, so easily. It felt like they could have scored 10, honestly, uh, so easily. And against a good Swiss team, this is, this Swiss team is not, is not weak. I mean, they're, they're a strong team. I yeah. thought this match could, could be, you know, a two nil or a, a, you know, one, one, one that went to extra time or something like that. I did not. Yeah, and I rate Sommer really highly. He's one of uh, my favorite goalkeepers in recent memory. And I think I yep. agree with you. The Swiss team certainly shouldn't be underrated, but my visual memory of watching this match is every scoring opportunity was just like a phalanx of Portuguese players breaking through yeah. the line of defense and and basically alley-ooping it into the goal. They did yeah. look brilliant. And, 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 and that was against a team that has a Kanji who's been brilliant for Man City this yeah, fall. Right. And a summer who's been who's been great for for a long time, uh, you know, a, a solid midfield. So it was not it was not like they just you know sliced through anybody. And so I, I'm with you. I mean, I think like, well, Kanji's goal. I felt kind of bad for him because it's a it's a tricky goal, right? He scores the he scores a goal the round of 16 it's a big thing and it was kind of a like he guy was you know really uh, almost missed it yeah, but you know f- falls into the into the into left uh, corner the left pocket uh eight ball in the left pocket and uh and but he doesn't quite know how to celebrate because they've gone from four nil to four one like sure. clearly the match is over how much I can know, you celebrate uh, a goal when that happens i know exactly how he celebrates his wife is right now commissioning an oil painting of of that goal <laughs> that it was he's going to receive on, on christmas morning and then he can yeah. Really celebrate? Yes, he can celebrate uh, on, on world television, but amongst the amongst his friends and family and the privacy of his own home, he can let her rip. He can kiss yeah. the badge. It was interesting seeing some of the commentary today, and I, I think anyone listening to this podcast is a, is a big enough supporter of or you know, a big enough follower of, of global football slash soccer to 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 have a, a strong sense of Ronaldo. But it was interesting watching the sort of general reaction uh, among people who don't maybe follow, even sportsmen who don't follow soccer that closely. And just Ronaldo is so famous and such a big name that when it was yeah. announced he wasn't starting today, and then it was, oh my gosh, are they are they resting him for the quarterfinals? And there's, there, there was not an understanding of just how much he's fallen the last couple of years, right? He was, yeah. you know, so he had his, his, his Real Madrid peak, goes to Juve, still pretty good. Um, but starts to, you know, skills start to slip. 
last year has an okay year. I mean, he still scores what it was like 17 goals from NCAA. I don't want to, I want to totally diminish what he did, but then by the, by the time this season rolls around, I mean, he also can't press, right? So you can't really win with him. And so he yeah. scored goals, but they were all, it was like Pyrrhic, Pyrrhic goals, right? They didn't yeah. really make any kind of difference. In fact, they, they really arguably hurt Man United. And so finally they, they finally Man United just right before the world cup is it's a real good riddance. We don't want to see any more. And by the way, we're so depressed now we're just going to sell the club. It's a, you know, everything, everything went, <laughs> Uh, totally chaotic. And so yeah. Ronaldo is not as good as Ramos anymore. Like that's just true. Mm-hmm. And so finally this manager, and it, there was some drama about whether Ronaldo actually did insult him or if he was yelling at the, at the South Korean player, um, was it South Korea? I'm trying to remember who they played in their final match. In the, yeah, th- this this is exactly what you would say if you got into a bust up as a little kid. You're like, oh, I wasn't trying to hit him. It was an accident because I was trying to hit the other guy. And yeah, uh, yeah. I, I see through your lies, Christian. <laughs> you see, you see it all. So yeah, maybe was it the well? Yeah, yeah, it was it was the South Korea match, right? So um, so anyway, he ticks off the manager, and the manager finally says, okay, I've had enough. I'm actually going to put in a better player for you, and just a, a wait. Bruno's creating assists. It's like everybody. The only thing I was a little surprised by was uh, Cancelo did not start. Yeah. And I, you know, we you know and I have been waiting for the Cancelo moment. So I, was it Ronaldo? Was he the problem? Was it actually Cancelo? I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> is Cancelo. Uh, that was harder to believe. Yeah. Cancelo is the new drama queen. City. Yeah, it's a little harder to believe with him. Yeah, I think with Cancelo, I I wonder if if Santos just looks at him as like this guy looks tired. We've had a tough yeah. campaign to get to the knockout rounds. He plays yeah. nonstop for Manchester City. Non-stop. He just doesn't have his legs anymore. So that that yeah. would be my reading on that is, is um, Santos has another equipped left back or right back. And uh, let's yeah. just let's use some fresh legs and win this match. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with that. I mean, let's see who played. So, yeah, I mean, it was, I guess it was Aguero. I, I actually, I can't remember right now if Cancelo plays on the left or the right. He plays on both sides for, for Man City, of course. But I think know, he it, has it, played on the left for Portugal, and I can't wait for right. somebody to correct me on that, but I'm going to stick my neck out. I think yeah. that's and right. So they, yeah, so they bring in Guerrero, who's awesome, plays for Borussia Dortmund, and he scores a goal today. So clearly, clearly they have they have a, a wealth of, of uh, you know attacking talent there. So this team is just loaded. I mean, it's kind yeah. of crazy. I mean, they they bring off Bernardo Silva and they bring on Ruben Neves. Like it's just like Ruben Neves <laughs> is maybe not. I don't. I mean, Ruben Neves could start for a lot of top six clubs. I mean, he would he would certainly get minutes. Even you know certainly a place like. Well, whatever it doesn't matter. He would get he would get he would get minutes at a lot of top clubs. He's, He's a, a really player. brilliant player, very good player, exactly. And so, uh, just it's just a, it's just a fun team. And now I'm sort of I'm sort of in. If they keep not playing Ronaldo, I'm really in on this Portugal team. Oh, yeah, and I'm yeah. kind of rooting I, for them. I, I, I we we've lost every single Ronaldo fan out there. Um, we already but, did. But uh, if we yeah, can we go all in, it wouldn't it yeah. would be insane for Portugal to win this World Cup and for Santos just to not let Ronaldo on the field. <laughs> I don't know if that's even possible, uh, but yeah, um, he got 15 minutes today. So yeah, it's going to happen. It, sure. it, it's rough. He did even storm off the pitch or whatever. We, we, let's stop talking about this. I read this no, uh, to read this in a more true. generous way, Josh. Yeah. One thing that I have loved about this world cup is, and you know, go listen to a world cup minute a week ago. 
every player we were checking what their age was. This has been a very <laughs> age-appropriate World Cup, and we've been yeah. obsessed with how old are certain players and how young are certain players. And what the yeah. Ronaldo thing speaks to, for better or worse, is this has been a wonderful tournament to watch the changing of the guard. And, yep. um, I mean, M- Mbappe is 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 grabbing that golden ball right now well that was a weird euphemistic way of saying that but uh, <laughs> this this tournament is is starting to really belong to the youth you know from jude bellingham and bakayo saka in england and and now um portugal and all these many players uh who yeah. who are not the old guard and i love it i think it's wonderful so thanks for the memories ronaldo we it's time to move on and that's a good thing yeah, exactly. Go. He's so rich. He has so much, <laughs> so many fans everywhere. He'll, he'll be fine. Yeah. So, so Portugal moves on. They play uh, Morocco uh, on Saturday morning. And that is, that is a really fun match now. I'm sort of, that's, yeah. I mean, and, and we'll talk, we can talk more about the quarterfinals in a second, but speaking of Morocco, it was not a great match. I also, I didn't love the kit clash. I didn't for I, the the Spain the blue. It, it was not terrible, for me. terrible yeah. color way yeah. for Spain and Spain. Many classic kits through the years. This is unbecoming of them. Yeah, just a weird. Yeah. Not a, just and like we talked. We talked about this on, on yesterday's pod. And I, I sort of put in a little flyer for Morocco on that pod because I just felt like they they were just playing really well as a team and the Spain team just felt like they were maybe four years and a forward away it yeah. still feels that way they just right. kind of if, if you're relying this much on I mean obviously he didn't start today but if you're relying on Farmerado even Ferran Torres who's I, I really like but he's not exactly leading the line yet right I mean obviously he played on the right uh, at the, in today's match anyway but you know it's sort of it just felt like this 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 squad was not quite ready to score enough goals honestly yeah. to 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 win the world cup right you talk about the vintage spain of 2010 you talk about germany who won the world cup after that these are often teams that play in the same club be it you know barcelona real madrid bayern munich the this spanish team they're more far afield they have players playing all across europe so the chemistry is not as bold so mm. my worry for the Spanish team is they will go the way of Belgium, where they will maybe waste. I mean, waste is strong because I think Spain, fine. They had a decent Euros. They had a decent World Cup. They will very, very, very much be disappointed to go out this early. But yep. um, they, they, I think they have, my point is they have the potential and they can hit hit their stride four years from now. Or, yeah, they become a Belgium squad where it's just a waste and and it's all disappointment. I guess the nice thing about Spain is it, it it's Belgium is a golden generation because they're just a fairly small country and but right. Spain it's it's pretty much like an endless supply of, that's true. of that's awesome true. talent. Yeah, yeah like, that that that's fair. Yeah. Belgium had to, yeah, that's that's a good point. It's it was generational for Belgium where yeah. Spain, yeah, they can just churn through an eight year cycle and come up with the next. That's a fair point. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They also just had like the greatest team ever, like, 50, like a, one generation ago. You know, they're 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 fine for now. It's like the, I feel like you know they're they're good uh, anyway. So so, but we should talk about Morocco though. They it was not a uh, this is a match. Unfortunately, this was the, like the worst possible time for me work wise. This one I had to catch up on it after I did, I did the old YouTube uh, catch up via key plays, which is very useful. I, I this is like the ninth time I've showed out YouTube TV on this uh, <laughs> on this podcast completely for free, but I just. I, it, to me, it, it's kind of the premier modern way to if you can handle the, the 15 second or 10 to 15 second delay, which which drives everybody nuts. And eventually they have to fix this with streaming. Right. This mm-hmm. like the, the lag. But if you can because, you know, I don't know, just like if cable can do it, surely you can, they can figure this out eventually. But anyway, if you you know, other, other than that, it's just a great way to catch up matches. You can flip from your phone to your TV and you can catch up on key plays. And it's just very as a sports fan, it's very handy. So anyway, um, caught up that way it was not a, an especially exciting match on either side i think the um total shots were, were incredibly low i i saw it earlier today but it was you know it was basically like one of the least attacking performances on, on both sides and um and then it, it went to pens and i mean honestly hilarity ensues right it was just the spain it was just it, <laughs> it was, was japan crazy. I mean, yesterday just, and spain today yeah it's crazy. yeah they're just just not not i mean missing all it's the rare what was it i guess it was a three Three zero pen score, right? Was that what it came out to in the end? I, I know that no. uh, Morocco did miss one pen, but how do how do they score that? It's like, oh yeah, and ultimately then, it's three zero, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, but the the beauty of is, is it ends with the Hakimi Panenka, which and yes. and then he turns awesome. around and does the penguin. Uh, the, I showed my I showed my <laughs> six year old because uh, they're of huge. Uh, uh, they love penguins, and so uh, I, it was awesome. I love what the is the significance of the penguin for Hakimi or Morocco? Do we know? Genuinely, no idea. But I, okay, I he's do just like a it. huge there's, Morgan there's Freeman an, fan. There's an there's an NFL player named Jalen Waddle who does that when he scores, but his last name is Waddle W A D D L E. I feel like if your last name is Waddle, you should be doing penguin celebrations when yeah. you score. This this is a question for the audience: is what is the most sort of like. Um, discordant goal celebration because i feel like you go through to the quarterfinals and what you do is this cheeky and no disrespect to penguins or penguin celebrations but i feel like in that moment i just probably want to do a primal scream yeah but you know that's what i liked that's but that's what i liked about it what i liked about it was it was unique i've Mm -hmm. never seen somebody score a, a match winning goal with the stakes that high 
and just be like, yeah, like I'm awesome. Like <laughs> I'm I, having I, fun. I knew I, yeah, I knew I'd do that. Like I, I knew I was going to just it is baller. rip a panenka. It, I, I, and just, I will yeah. give him that. Yeah, it is okay. very baller. So yeah, um, good night, sweet Spain. We'll we'll see you yeah. next time. I'm sure we'll see. Maybe we'll see Spain live in person here in the U.S. of A. I I hope it. Dan, yeah. I'm I am Did part of the Danny Almo fan club. Speaking of U.S., did you see that um, the U.S. is, it looks like they're going to be uh, part of the Copa America in 2024. They're like, it's like a done deal. So, um, yeah, there's some talk about whether everyone will get released or not. But if they do it at the same time as the Euros, it should be okay. They should be able to release the... uh, the U.S. players for that, so that I think that's great, great for us for 2026 yeah. um, to get some some real minutes. I mean, we're going to get for destroyed sure. in that, but it's still 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 be fun. Maybe, um, <laughs> maybe. Well, it's not like it's going to be in U.S. soil. Like we're going to go to like Peru and, and like wax the South yeah. America. It's yeah, like, that's they're going to. Yeah, the U.S. team's going to have to do a month of training at some high altitude to to figure that <laughs> yeah. one out. It's like it's going to be like Rocky Four. Like it's yeah. going to be like you know carrying uh, tractors in the mountains or whatever. Yeah. So, we, so we've got a couple days go off here, right, Josh? Yeah. Should we look yeah. ahead? at the quarterfinals we've got some like like yummy tasty delicious matchups it's going to be glorious yeah disgusting what you did whatever you just did there but yeah it was uh uh yeah i think they're i they're all good there's not a single one that i think is uninteresting you have uh croatia brazil I think that Croatia is uh, mega tough. I've said this many times already. Yeah, I'm going to stick tough. my guns here. They're tough. Yeah. They're tough. And so you got the tough Croatians. I feel uh, like playing, we need to get Brazil. out, break out the, uh, who's the uh, the Michigan singer-songwriter? Lacquer Rock. Who's that guy? Oh, Bob Seger. Yeah, we need course, to get the yeah. Bob Seger drop for uh, cool. whenever we talk about Croatia. <laughs> we should. So, but yeah, you have to give with the fire, fire and ice in this one, right? Yes. Uh, and so I, I think that'll be really fun. I mean, Brazil should win, but uh, Croatia should make it a match. And so I, I think, I, 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 yeah, if, if Brazil win by more than two goals, Brandon, I will... Uh, I feel like I want to like throw my hat over the fence Let's in do some it. way. Yeah. I will eat. I will eat my hat. Okay, okay. great. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna be a, a, a hat made of food. But I'm still gonna eat it. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like go a, like the, a taco salad in that taco. Yeah, shell I'm gonna bowl. make a taco salad hat. I'm gonna eat some kind of hat. Okay, if they win by more than two goals. Um, uh, so, and then we have in the afternoon Netherlands Argentina. Again, Europe's you know another Europe South American team where you would expect. Argentina to win, but another a strong defensive side in Netherlands, a, a great coach, obviously. Um, they have not actually, in, in America, they would be playing up this Van Hall is dying of cancer narrative way more. This would be the only thing you'd hear about in the United States uh, if, if yeah. we were hosting this. Oh, yeah. Van Hall would have received upwards of 15 ESPN SP awards by this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be a big, a much bigger talking point. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's a little more European reserve, I guess. So, But Netherlands, uh, obviously, I was, I, know, I shouldn't say obviously, but I was very impressed with with how they looked uh, when they played the U.S. And and so, and Argentina has intermittently looked good. They looked better in the last couple couple of matches maybe mm-hmm. and so it's um i mean their third match didn't wasn't you know, well yeah i mean they, they have they have looked better i mean that's the last two they've been they've been pretty good so yeah i said this to our, our friend dave when he popped on the pod to talk about their australia match where my read on argentina is they seem to be like a virus in the world cup and they they attack whatever body it is that they're uh 
fixed to. So whoever yeah. they play takes them 20 to 30 minutes to figure out how to kill the body. And then they, yep. they, then they find the most efficient way to do so. So it's sort of like you never know what to expect of Argentina against their opponent in this yep. World Cup until it actually comes to pass. Well, I, I, I think it's really going to be a fun match. I, I'm not going to get into the match prediction one with this one because I really think it's, it's harder to um, it's, it's a harder one to assess. Um, like I think ultimately Brazil does win in that first match, but I think we have fun watching it. Yeah. Uh, Mor- Mor- Morocco, Portugal. After Morocco won, I was like, man, they have a real path to the semifinals. But if if we see that same Portugal team that we saw today, it's hard to see yeah. Morocco scoring enough goals to keep up with them. Yeah, right. It's 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 a U.S. dilemma here that we've talked about ad nauseum. Yep. Is yep. once you get to a certain level, yeah, yep. you can have the the sturdiest system in the world, but if you can't score goals you are not going to win any any titles. And, and Portugal has certainly proven that they can do the, the goal scoring, and that's Morocco's concern. Now, you know, yep. Spain, um, I guess they had a couple of matches this tournament where they were able to score goals. But, um, yeah, I'm excited. But that that y- you've, you've set this up beautifully, Josh, for the most blockbuster of all the matches yes. happening on yeah. Saturday, which is England-France. And... Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if us uh, lighting the fireworks right now damns this match to um, it being a, a nil-nil draw, but I just can't see it's hard to see that it. happening. Yeah, same here. I, I I can't see it either. Certainly, cert- what what I can see is France not scoring, and if France scores, that England's going to have to come to the table and try to do the same, yeah. right? So I, I I think I think this is really I I sort of do feel like England has a has a like a more than a puncher's chance here. It's it's Mbappe kind of looms over this because he's just been so brilliant in this in this tournament. But um, this English team has played together a lot, right? Yeah. It's it's a it's a very solid team. It's basically the same team that made the World Cup finals, and they've added Jude Bellingham, who is who's been terrific. And he and um, oh my goodness, what Declan Rice? Declan I forgot Rice, his name yeah. for a moment there. Uh, De- Declan Rice, uh, they're just they're just terrific in the midfield, and it's it's really helping them to kind of boss these matches. Um, outside of that U.S. one, which is just a weird game, I sort of understand what happened there, but I think they just got their tactics wrong there. Yeah, and this this is my concern for England is I don't think their defense has really been tested, and yeah. even even still, we have seen the faults and and you know the obvious public enemy in Harry Maguire. Yeah. I think that will be a, a concern for England fans is they haven't been really tested by a, a an attacking juggernaut like France and can they can they uh um really tighten up and then does Southgate's you know as as he's shown his um his tendency in these situations is to just really shut up shop and try to play really tight and maybe go maybe he goes three at the back and Kyle Walker tucks into a three in the middle. Um, I don't know, and and does that stifle England's attacking output that we've been really awed by this tournament? So I think the yeah. uh, France has the upper hand, and that they can feel confident going into this match, doing what they've been doing. And England are on the defensive, feeling like they have to adjust their tactics to France, which will put them in a in an unknown situation, probably. Yeah, I, um, it'll be interesting. I saw there was a quote. It was before the Senegal match, so it's a different different situation. But there's a 
uh, Southgate had some quote like, we are not afraid of penalties or something like that. And I was like, well, <laughs> okay. you know, All it's right. like, you should be. If you have to, if you have to, but it's also just like, if you have to say it, right, if you're saying it out loud, it means it's on your mind. Like, yeah. let's not even get in that kind of defensive yeah. mode already. It's like, we are, we are ready to, you know, it's just like Spain doing the like subbing on the, subbing on the pen takers in the, in the extra time. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. uh, just like a, a OGS and that, and that Man United uh, Europa League final a couple of years ago. Like, it's a, try to win. Like, try to win when you can win, like, on the pitch. It's, yeah. Uh, Don't it's, take it's, it's to a negative. lottery, then. That's just, yeah. yeah. You, exactly. You've already done that, and, and your nation did not respond well. No, exactly. I mean, we've seen it already. Like, it's like whoever's looser is probably going to. I don't know. I mean, I, I maybe Morocco felt like they had less to lose. Maybe they're just better at taking pens. I mean, who who really knows what the uh, what motivated that? You know, I, Spain was exhausted from from completing sixteen thousand passes in that game and and having you know two shots or whatever. I mean, it was Spain was Spain's weird. problem was they they didn't like Hakimi uh, go to the World Wildlife Federation and adopt a penguin prior to the match, and mm. Hakimi says to Morocco, "Let's do it for I don't know what's the penguin's name, Spencer." Um, do it Spencer, for Spencer. That's a good name. Yeah. I like that. Spencer. Do it for Spencer. Well, that that's do it for Spencer should be the rallying cry for Morocco uh, <laughs> throughout the rest of the tournament. I, I'm look, really looking forward to the quarterfinals. So we're gonna take uh, Wednesday and Thursday off uh, just because we've we've just. I need some water. I'm dying here. Yeah, we need some. Yeah, we need some water. Exactly. Uh, we'll come back on Friday to discuss Friday's matches and and and, and previous Saturdays. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it though. It's been fun doing 17 consecutive days of these, Brandon. I don't know how we did it over that how that Thanksgiving weekend when mm-hmm. we did one in in like our, my my wife's office and like yeah. it's just yeah it was crazy. So, uh, but thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back very soon. Um, on, on Friday evening. So um, have enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.